hello students we are going to start off with um, a chapter called photosynthesis in higher plants it's a very lengthy yet important chapter i'm going to complete the ncert reading in the form of podcast along with my personalized sticky notes topics that means you will be covering the extras along with the ncert yeah here i'm ex- including a point in photosynthesis uh that the process of photosynthesis in plants is much 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 greater than respiration approximately 10 times faster um all animals including human beings depend on plants for their food have you ever wondered from where plants get their food green plants in fact have to make or synthesize the food they need and all other organisms depend on them for their needs the green plants make or rather synthesize the food they need through photosynthesis and are therefore called autotrophs you have already learned that the autotrophic nutrition is found only in plants and all other organisms that depend on the green plants for food and heterotrophs green plants carry out photosynthesis a physiochemical process by which they use light energy to drive the synthesis of organic compounds ultimately all living forms on earth depend on sunlight for energy the use of sunlight by plants during photosynthesis is the basis of life on earth photosynthesis is important due to two reasons firstly it is the primary source of food on earth secondly it is also responsible for the release of oxygen into the atmosphere by green plants have you ever thought what would happen if there were no oxygen to breathe this chapter focuses on the structure of the photosynthetic machinery and the various reactions that transform light energy into chemical energy what do we know next topic is what do we know let us try to find out what we already know about photosynthesis Some simple experiments you may have done in earlier classes have shown that chlorophyll, a green pigment of the leaf, light and CO2 are required for photosynthesis to occur. You may have carried out the experiment to look for starch formation in two leaves, a variegated leaf or a leaf that was partially covered with black paper and exposed to light. On testing these leaves for the presence of starch, it was clear that photosynthesis occurred only in the green parts of the leaves in the presence of light. Another experiment you have carried out where a part of leaf is enclosed in a test tube containing some potassium hydroxide soaked cotton which absorbs CO2 while the other half is exposed to air the setup is placed in light for some time on testing the presence of starch later in the two parts of the leaf you must have found that the exposed part of the leaf tested positive for starch while the portion that was in the tube's test is negative this showed that CO2 was required for photosynthesis can you explain how this conclusion could be drawn next topic is early experiments it is interesting to learn i'm so sorry it is interesting to learn about those simple experiments that led to a gradual development in our understanding of photosynthesis joseph priestley 1733 to 1804 in 1770 performed a series of experiments that revealed the essential role of air in the growth of green plants 
Priestley, you may recall, discovered oxygen in the year 1774. Priestley observed that a candle burning in closed space, a bell jar, soon gets extinguished. Similarly, a mouse would suffocate in a closed place. He concluded that a burning candle or an animal that breathes the air both somehow damaged the air. But when he placed a mint plant in the same bell jar, he found that the mouse stayed alive and the candle continued to burn. Priestley hypothesized as follows: Plants restore the air, whatever breathing animals and burning candles remove. Can you imagine how Priestley would have conducted the experiment using a candle and a plant? Remember, he would need the, to rekindle the candle. to test whether it burns after a few days how many different ways can you think of to light the candle without disturbing the setup using a simple setup as the one used by prisley but by placing it once in the dark and once in the light jan ingen house from 1730 to 1799 showed that sunlight is essential to the plant process that somehow purifies the air fouled by burning candles or breathing animals Ingenhaus is in an elegant experiment with an aquatic plant showed that in bright sunlight small bubbles were formed around the green parts of the plant while in the dark they do not later he identified these bubbles to be of oxygen hence he showed that it is only the green part of the plants that could release oxygen it was not until about 1854 that julius von sachs provided evidence for production of glucose when plants grow glucose is usually stored as starch his st- later study showed that the green substance in plants which is called as chlorophyll now is located in special bodies later called chloroplast within plant cells he found that the green parts in plants is where glucose is made and that is the glucose is usually stored as starch now we consider the interesting experiments done by t w angelman 1843 to 1909 using a prism he split light into its spectral components then and then illuminated a green alga called cladophora placed in a suspension of aerobic bacteria the bacteria was used to detect the sites of o2 evolution he observed that the bacteria accumulated mainly in the region of blue and red light of the split spectrum a first action spectrum of photosynthesis was thus described it resembles roughly the absorption spectra of chlorophyll a and b by the middle of the 19th century the key features of plant photosynthesis were known namely that plants could use light energy to make carbohydrates from co2 and water the empirical equation representing the total process of photosynthesis for oxygen evolving organisms was then understood as co2 plus h2o in the presence of light gives ch2o plus o2 where ch2o represented a carbohydrate example glucose a six carbon sugar a milestone contribution to the understanding of photosynthesis was then made by a microbiologist cornelius van neel 1897 to 1985 who based on his studies of purple and green bacteria demonstrated that photosynthesis is essentially a light dependent reaction in which hydrogen from suitable oxidizable compound reduces carbon dioxide to carbohydrates this is expressed by 2h2a plus co2 in the presence of light gives 2a plus ch2o2 ch2o 
plus H2O. In green plants, H2O is the hydrogen donor and is oxidized to O2. Some organisms do not release O2 during photosynthesis when H2S instead is the hydrogen donor for purple and green sulfur bacteria. The oxidation product is sulfate or sulfur depending on the organism and not O2. Hence, he inferred that the O2 evolved by the green plant comes from H2O not from carbon dioxide. This was later proved by radioisotopic techniques. The correct equation of photosynthesis would be 6 CO2 plus 12 H2O in the presence of light gives C6H12O6 plus 6H2O plus 6O2 where C6H12O6 represents glucose the O2 released is from water this was proved using radioisotope techniques note that this is not a single reaction but description of a multi-step process called photosynthesis can you explain why 12 molecules of water as substrate are used in the equation given above? Where does photosynthesis take place? You would of course answer in the green leaf or in the chloroplast. Based on what you have earlier read in chapter 8, you are definitely right. Photosynthesis does take place in the green parts of the plants, but it does so also in other green parts of the plants, except the leaf. Can you name some other parts? So it could be stem or petiole. You would recollect from previous unit that the mesophyll cells in the leaves have a large number of chloroplasts. Usually the chloroplasts alive themselves along the walls of the mesophyll cells such that they can get optimum quantity of incident light. When do you think the chloroplast will be aligned with their flat surfaces parallel to the walls? When would you, they be perpendicular to the direct sunlight? Within the chloroplast, there is membranous system consisting of grana, the stroma lamellae and the matrix stroma. There is a clear-cut division of labor within the chloroplast. The membrane system is responsible for trapping light energy and also for synthesis of ATP and NADPH. In stroma, enzymatic actions synthesize sugar, which in turn from starch. The former set of reactions, since they are directly light-dependent, are called right reactions, photochemical reactions. The latter reactions, ATP and NADPH, hence, to distinguish the latter, they are called by convention that are dark reactions, carbon reactions. However, this should not be constructed to mean that they occur in darkness or that they are not light-dependent. Light reactions are grana in grana, dark reactions occur in stroma. Next topic we have, how many types of pigments are involved in photosynthesis? Looking at plants, have you ever wondered why, why and how there are so many shades of green in their leaves even in the same plant? We can look for an answer to this question by trying to separate the leaf pigments of any green plant through paper chromatography. A chromatographic separation of the leaf pigments show that the color that we see in leaves is not due to a single pigment but due to four pigments chlorophyll A which is bright or blue green in color, chlorophyll B yellow green, xanthophyll yellow, carotenoids yellow to yellow orange. Let us now see that roles of various pigments in photosynthesis. 
pigments are substances that have an ability to absorb light at specific wavelengths can you guess which is the most abundant plant pigment in the world i hope it's chlorophyll a let us study the graph showing the ability of chlorophyll a pigment to absorb lights of different wavelengths of course you're familiar with the wavelength of visible light spectrum called the wick beard theek hai now look at 13.3 figure showing the wavelengths at which maximum photosynthesis occurs in a uh, plant can you see that the wavelengths at which there is maximum absorption of chlorophyll a that is in the blue in the blue and red regions also shows higher rate of photosynthesis hence we can conclude that chlorophyll a is the chief pigment associated with photosynthesis these graphs together show that most of the photosynthesis take place in the blue and red regions of the spectrum some photosynthesis does take place in the other wavelengths of the visible spectrum let us see how this happens so chlorophyll is the major pigment responsible for trapping light other thylakoid pigments like chlorophyll b xanthophylls carotenoids which are called necessary pigments also absorb light and transfer the energy to chlorophyll a indeed they not only enable a wider range of wavelength of incoming light to be utilized in for photosynthesis but also protect chlorophyll a from photooxidation some extras i'll be covering here that absorption absorption is maximum in blue region while photosynthesis is maximum in red region because of the wavelength thing so first graph tells about about absorption of light by chloroplast pigments here uh absorption of a is maximum at a blue kind of uh color whereas absorption b is maximum at i don't know maybe yellow kind of color green yellowish carotenoids beech mein hai so mean need apna light absorption hai rate of photosynthesis photosynthesis and rate of absorption wo chlorophyll a ke liye common graph ban pa raha hai hame yahan pe notice karna hai ki chlorophyll jo hai uska formula aur uska structure kaisa dikhta hai okay so we have formula for chlorophyll a is C55H72O5N4Mg. Chlorophyll B rather has a formula C55H70O6N4Mg. यहाँ Mg है जो कि head या porphyrin compound कंपाउंड है नेक्स्ट टॉपिक वी हैव इज वॉट इज लाइट रिएक्शन लाइट रिएक्शन और द फोटोकेमिकल फेस इंक्लूड लाइट अब्जॉर्बन वाटर स्प्लिटिंग ऑक्सीजन रिलीज एंड द फॉर्मेशन ऑफ हाई एनर्जी केमिकल इंटरमीडिएट्स ए टी पी एंड एन ए डी पी एच सेवरल प्रोटीन कॉम्प्लेक्सेज आर इन्वॉल्व इन द प्रोसेस द पिगमेंट्स आर ऑर्गेनाइज इन टू टू डिस्क्रीट फोटोकेमिकल लाइट हार्वेस्टिंग सिस्टम्स एल एच सीज विच विद इन द फोटो सिस्टम वन पी एस वन एंड फोटो सिस्टम टू पी एस टू these are named in the sequence of their discovery and not in the sequence in which they function during the light reaction the lhc are made up of hundreds of pigment molecules bound to proteins each photosystem has all the pigments except one molecule of chlorophyll a forming a light harvesting system also called antennae these pigments help to make photosynthesis more efficient by absorbing different wavelengths of light the single chlorophyll a forms the reaction center the reaction center is 
different in both the photosynthesis systems in ps1 reaction center for chlorophyll a has an absorption peak of 700 nanometer hence is called b700 while in ps2 it has absorption maximum at 680 called p680 the electron transport in photosystem 2 the reaction center chlorophyll a absorbs 680 nanometer wavelength of red light while electrons causing to become excited and jump into an orbit farther from the atomic nucleus these electrons are picked up by an electron acceptor which passes them to an electrons transport system consisting of cytochromes this movement of electrons is downhill concentration gradient ke according in terms of oxidation redox reduction or redox potential scale the electrons are not used up as they pass through the electron transport chain but are passed on the two pigments of ps1 simultaneously electrons in the reaction center of ps1 are also excited when they receive red light of wavelength 700 nanometer and are transferred to another acceptor molecule that has a greater redox potential these electrons then are moved downhill again this time to a molecule of energy rich nadp plus the addition of these electrons reduces nadp plus to nadph2 this whole scheme of transfer of electrons starts from ps2 uphill to the acceptor down the electron transfer to another acceptor and finally downhill to nadps db plus reducing it to nadph2 is called the z scheme due to its characteristic shape this shape is formed when all the carriers are placed in sequence on a redox potential scale i can actually explain you z scheme with all the extras first we have uh, oxygen evolving complex under ps2 photosystem 2 uh, so uh, here uh, splitting of water occurs with release of electrons so there is a constant continuous flow of electrons in the light reactions uh, and the uh, lost electrons which are stored to reduce nadp plus are actually provided again by o- oxygen evolving complex happening in lumen of the thylakoid membrane so uh, electrons pass through lumen to ps2 to ps2 फिर फीओ फाइटीन इज दिन इलेक्ट्रॉन एक्सेप्टर दैन पी क्यू पी क्यू के बाद साइट्रोक्रोम बी सिक्स एफ कॉम्प्लेक्स फिर प्लास्टोसाइनिन पी सी टू पी एस वन पी एस वन से यू जाता है पी एस वन के इलेक्ट्रॉन एक्सेप्टर के साथ जिसे हम फेरोडॉक्सिन भी कहते हैं फिर ये एफ एन आर इस पर रिएक्ट करके इसको एन ए डी पी को एन ए डी पी एच टू कन्वर्ट अब हमारे पास नेक्स्ट है स्प्लिटिंग ऑफ वाटर जो मैं आपको ऑलरेडी बता चुकी हूँ यू वुड हैव देन आस्क हाउ डज पी एस टू सप्लाई इलेक्ट्रॉन्स कॉन्टीन्यूसली द इलेक्ट्रॉन्स दैट वर रिमूव फ्रॉम द फोटो सिस्टम टू मस्ट बी रिप्लेस दिस इज अचीव बाई इलेक्ट्रॉन्स अवेलेबल फ्रॉम स्प्लिटिंग ऑफ वाटर स्प्लिटिंग ऑफ वाटर इज एसोसिएटेड विद पी एस टू वाटर स्प्लिट इन टू टू एच पॉजिटिव ओ एन इलेक्ट्रॉन्स दिस क्रिएट्स ऑक्सीजन वन ऑफ द नेट प्रोडक्ट्स ऑफ फोटो सिंथिस द इलेक्ट्रॉन्स नीडेड टू रिप्लेस दीज रिमूव फ्रॉम फोटो सिंथिस सिस्टम वन आर प्रोवाइडेड बाई टू इक्वेशन बनती है यहाँ पे टू एच टू ओ गिव्स फोर एच पॉजिटिव प्लस ओ टू प्लस फोर इलेक्ट्रॉन क्वांटम यील्ड ऑफ ओ टू यहाँ पर जो निकाली जाएगी वो वन बाई एट होगी 
quantum yield of 4 to 1 by 8. We need to emphasize here that the water splitting complex is associated with PS2 which itself is physically located on the inner side of the membrane of thylakoid. Then where do you think protons in O2 form are likely to be released in the lumen or the outside side of the membrane? It's of course lumen. Some extra three points. Firstly, the synthesis of ATP by electron transport change of chain of chloroplast is called as photophosphorylation. Second point, the synthesis of ATP through ETC, electron transport chain of mitochondria, is called oxidative phosphorylation. While the third point says the synthesis of ATP directly in a chemical reaction is called substrate level phosphorylation. See very important definitions. Agar ATP ban raha hai ETS se chloroplast ke andar to wo photophosphorylation hoga. Agar ETS se hi ATP ban raha hai mitochondria mein to hume oxidative phosphorylation kehna padega. While agar directly ATP ka synthesis ho raha hai ek reaction mein usse substrate level phosphorylation SLP ke hisab se janenge. Next topic is cyclic and non-cyclic photophosphorylation. Living organisms have the capability of extracting energy from oxidizable substrates and store this in the form of bond energy. Special substances like ATP carry this energy in their chemical bonds. The process through which ATP is synthesized by cells in mito and chloro is named phosphorylation. Photophosphorylation in the synthesis of ATP from ADP and IP in the presence of light. When the two photosystems work in series, first PS2 and then PS1, a process called non-cyclic photophosphorylation occurs. The two photosystems are connected to an ETS as earlier discussed in the Z scheme. Both ATP and NADPH2 are synthesized by this kind of electron flow. When only PS1 is functional, the electron is circulated within the photosystem and the phosphorylation occurs due to cyclic flow of electrons. A possible location where this could be happening is in the stroma lamellae, while the membrane or lamellae of the grana have both PS1 and PS2. The stroma lamellae members lacks PS2 as well as NADP reductase enzyme. Finally, conclusion is that stroma is cyclic, PS1 और जो ग्राना है या मेम्ब्रेन की लैमिली है उसमें नॉन साइक्लिक होता है पीएस 1 और पीएस 2 दोनों होते हैं पहले साइक्लिक वाले में सिर्फ पीएस 1 होता तो होगा हां तो द एक्साइटेड इलेक्ट्रॉन डज नॉट पास ऑन टू एनएडीपी प्लस बट इट इज रीसाइकल्ड बैक टू द पीएस 1 कॉम्प्लेक्स थ्रू द ईटीएस चेन द साइक्लिक फ्लो हेंस रिजल्ट्स ओनली इन द सिंथेसिस ऑफ एटीपी बट नॉट एनएडीपीएच2 Hence, classic or cyclic photophosphorylation also occur when only light of wavelength beyond 680 nanometer are available for excitation. We have thylakoid ka diagram. PS1 ho raha hai non-oppressed parts mein of thylakoid membrane. Aur jo oppressed parts hai, us mein PS2 ho raha hai. Non oppressed parts are diagrammatically upper upper khula hua surrounding and the suppressed or oppressed part is PS2. Now, chemiosmotic hypothesis is too damn important. 
Let us now try and understand how actually ATP is synthesized in the chloroplast. The chemiosmotic hypothesis has been put forward to explain the mechanism like in respiration in photosynthesis too ATP synthesis is linked to the development of a proton gradient across a membrane this time these are the members of thylakoid there is one difference though there the proton accumulation is towards the inside of the membrane i'm sorry that is in the lumen in respiration protons accumulate in the intermembrane space of the mitochondria when electrons move through ets let us understand what causes the proton gradient cross the membrane we need to consider again the processes that take place during the activation of electrons and their transport to determine the steps that must be caused due to proton gradient first since splitting of water molecule takes place in the inner side of the membrane the protons and hydrogen ions are produced in, by the splitting of water accumulated within the lumen of the thylakoids secondly as electrons move through the photosystems protons are transported across the membrane this happens because the primary excitor of electron which is located outside of the membrane transfers its electron not to an electron carrier but to a hydrogen carrier hence this molecule removes a proton from the stroma while transporting an electron when this molecule passes on its electron to the electron carrier on the inner side of the membrane sorry the proton is released into the inner side of lumen side of the membrane third point the nadp reductase enzyme is located on the stroma side of the membrane along with electrons that come from the expector acceptor of electrons of ps1 protons are necessary for the reduction of nadps plus 2 nadph2 these protons are also removed from stroma hence within the chloroplast protons in the stroma decrease in number while in lumen there are accumulation of protons this creates a gradient well as well as measurable change in ph why are we also interested in the proton gradient this gradient is important because it is the breakdown of this gradient that leads to the synthesis of atp the gradient is broken down due to the movement of protons across the membrane to the stroma through the transmembrane channel of cf0 of the ctp atp synthase the atp synthase enzyme consists of two parts one is cf0 is embedded in the thylakoid membrane and forms a transmembrane channel that carries out facilitated diffusion of protons on the outer side of the thylakoid membrane on the side that faces the stroma the breakdown of the gradient provides enough energy to cause a conformational change in cf1 particles of the atp synthase which makes the enzyme synthesize synthesize several molecules of energy packed atp chemiosmosis requires membrane proton pump proton gradient atp synthase energy is used to pump protons across a membrane to create a gradient or high concentration protons within the thylakoid lumen atp synthase has a channel that allows diffusion of protons back across the membrane this releases enough energy to activate atp synthase enzyme that catalyzes the formation of atp along with nadph produced by the movement of electrons the atp will be used immediately in the biosynthetic reaction taking place in the stroma 
responsible for fixing CO2 and synthesis of sugars. Where are the ATP and NADPH used? Where are the ATP and NADPH used? We learned that the products of right reaction are ATP, NADPH and O2. Of these, O2 diffuses out of the chloroplast while ATP and NADPH are used to drive the processes leading to the synthesis of food, more accurately sugars. This is the biosynthetic phase of photosynthesis. This process does not directly depend on the presence of light but is dependent on the products of the light reaction that is ATP and NADPH besides CO2 and H2O. You may wonder how this could be verified. It is simple. Immediately after light becomes unavailable, the biosynthetic process continues for some time and then stops. If then light is made available, the synthesis starts again. Can we hence say that calling the biosynthetic phase as the dark reaction is a misnomer? Misnomer actually means a statement which is not correct. Discuss this amongst yourself. Let us now see how the ATP and NADPH are used in the biosynthetic phase. We saw earlier that CO2 is combined with H2O to produce CH2O whole N or sugars. It was the interest of scientists to find out this reaction, how this reaction proceeded or rather what was the first product formed when CO2 is taken into reaction or fixed. Just after World War II, among the several efforts to put radioisotopes to beneficial use, the work of Melvin Kelvin is exemplary. The use of radioactive C14 by him in algal protosynthesis studies led to the discovery that the first CO2 fixation product was a 3-carbon organic acid. He also contributed to working out the complete biosynthetic pathway, hence it was called Kelvin cycle after him. The first product identified was 3-phosphoglyceric acid or in short PGA. How many carbons, carbon atoms does it have? Since it is called C3 cycle, so the first fixed carbon compound should have 3 carbons. So PGA has 3 carbons. Uh, the An extra point I am mentioning here, um, Melvin Kelvin worked on the unicellular green alga called chlorella. While when we, we studied before this, uh, it was cladophora when light spectrum on green and sulfur bacteria was used by T.W. Engelman. Now, we are heading to the next para, which says, Scientists also try to know whether all plants have PGA as the first product of CO2 fixation or whether any other product was formed to other plants. Experiments conducted over a wide range of plants led to the discovery of another group of plants where the first stable product of CO2 fixation was again an organic acid but the one which had four carbon atoms in it. This acid was identified to be called oxaloacetic acid or OAA. Since then carbon dioxide assimilation during photosynthesis was said to be of two main types to those plants in which the first carbon product fixation is C3 acid PGA that is the C3 pathway and those in which the first carbon product was C4 acid uh, OAA that is the C4 pathway. 
these two groups of plants showed other associated characteristic that we will discuss later previously i actually uh, forgot to explain you guys the diagram for atp synthesis through chemiosmosis uh, we have a new diagram printed in the new version of ncert book so some extras you should add on the diagrams also now we know that movement of hydrogen is uphill while electron is downhill according to the z scheme i already told you guys in light reaction so we have a ring kind of structure which shows inner and outer membrane respectively of thylakoid membrane the inner uh, empty space is called the uh, lumen and the outer one is known as the stroma um we have uh, towards the inner side towards the lumen uh, oec oxygen evolving complex yahan pe synthetic enzymes hote hain chlorine chloride ion manganese ion and calcium ion okay now we will start with the electron transport here uh, in stroma we have actually low concentration of h positive ions uh, while uh, transferring electron from ps2 to b cytochrome b6 to ps1 uh, we also use take up hydrogen from stroma that that is why less quantity in it and that hydrogen is shifted to the lumen side so there is accumulation of hydrogen in the lumen portion which decreases the ph of the lumen area now when light falls on the ps2 system at 680 nanometer so uh, the electron uh, which is given by oec by photolysis of water is passed on to electron acceptor that is pheophytin it is then uh, provided to plastoquinone which is hydrophobic in nature that is why it is inside the membrane which is lipid in nature so plastoquinone is not an electron carrier but a hydrogen carrier but it transfers electron taking up hydrogen from stroma lamp stroma plastoquinone then passes its electron to cytochrome b6 f complex uh, while giving h positive two h positive in the lumen area then it passes the electron passes to pc plastocyanin wo electrophilic hota hai to wo uh, andar area lumen mein jo pani bhara hai wahan pe milta hai plastocyanin ke baad hamare paas ps1 mein jata hai ps1 ke baad ferrodoxin mein jata hai fir ferrodoxin एन ए डी पी एच रिडक्टिव एनजाइम उस पर एक्ट करके एन ए डी पी पॉजिटिव को एन ए डी पी एच में कन्वर्ट करता है ये सब स्ट्रोमा में हो रहा है क्योंकि एन ए डी पी रिडक्टिव एनजाइम हमें स्ट्रोमा में मिलता है ना कि थाइलोकॉइड मेम्ब्रेन में हमें ये बात ध्यान रखनी है कि प्लास्टोक्विनॉन को हम प्रोटोन पम्प भी कह सकते हैं अब यहाँ पर जब नीचे साइड हम देखेंगे तो टू एच पॉजिटिव सी एफ जीरो पार्टिकल जो कि एम्बिडिड है मेम्ब्रेन पे उससे जाता है सी एफ वन पार्टिकल में और बाहर निकल के थ्री एच पॉजिटिव देता है टू कन्वर्ट ए डी पी प्लस इन ऑर्गेनिक फॉस्पेट टू ए टी पी मॉलिक्यूल सो यहाँ थ्री एच पॉजिटिव एक ए टी पी मॉलिक्यूल दे रहा है जबकि निकला एक्चुअली ल्यूमिन से दो एच पॉजिटिव था ठीक है सी एफ वन में कॉन्फर्मेशनल चेंज होता है सिंस ए टी पी फिर फॉर्म होता है अब याद रखना कि रेस्पिरेशन में हमेशा टू एच पॉजिटिव एक ए टी पी मॉलिक्यूल देता है वहाँ एफ वन और एफ जीरो पार्टिकल्स में ये आपकी केमी ऑस्मोटिक मैंने अच्छे से एक्सप्लेन कर दिए हम आगे बढ़ते हैं द प्राइमरी एक्सेप्टर ऑफ सी ओ टू लेटस नाउ लुक 
and ask ourselves a question that was asked by the scientist who was struggling to understand the dark reaction. How many carbon atoms would a molecule have which after accepting fixing CO2 would have three carbons of PGA? The studies were very unexpectedly showed that the acceptor molecule was a 5-carbon keto sugar ribulose biphosphate RUBP. Did anyone of you think of this possibility? Do not worry. The scientists also took a long time and conducted many experiments to reach this conclusion. They also believed that, the, that since the first product was a C3 acid, the primary acceptor would be a 2-carbon compound since and they spent many years trying to identify a 2-carbon compound before they discovered RUBP as a 5-carbon compound. Next topic is the Kelvin cycle. Kelvin and his co-workers then worked out the whole pathway and showed that the pathway operated in a cyclic manner, the RUBP, was regenerated. Let us now see how the Kelvin pathway operates and where the sugar is synthesized. Let us, at the outset, Understand very clearly that the Kelvin pathway occurs in all photosynthetic plants. It does not matter whether they are C3 or C4. That means Kelvin cycle is a universal cycle. For ease of understanding the Kelvin cycle, it can be described under three stages. First is carboxylation, second is reduction, third is regeneration. We are reading the first carboxylation. Carboxylation is the fixation of CO2 into a stable organic intermediate. Carboxylation is the most crucial step of Calvin cycle where CO2 is utilized for the carboxylation of RUBP. This reaction is catalyzed by the enzyme RUBP carboxylase which results in the formation of two molecules of 3-PGA. Since this enzyme also has an oxygenation activity, it would be more correct to call it RUBP carboxylase oxygenase or Rubisco. Rubisco as you all know is the most abundant protein in the biosphere. So we have a diagrammatic flowchart or a cyclic form uh, explaining the Kelvin cycle. I am reading this uh, reduction point first. These are the series of reactions that lead to the formation of glucose. The steps involve utilization of two molecules of ATP for phosphorylation and two of NADPH for reduction per CO2 molecule fixed. The fixation of 6 molecules of CO2 and 6 turns of cycles are required for the formation of 1 molecule of glucose from the pathway. Regeneration Regeneration of the CO2 acceptor molecule RUBP is crucial if the cycle is to continue uninterrupted. The regeneration steps require 1 ATP for phosphorylation to form RUBP. Now the cyclic formation shows us that RUBP a 5-carbon compound accepts CO2 plus H2O from atmosphere and continues the process of carboxylation which is the most crucial in the presence of Rubisco to get converted into 3-phosphoglycerate which is a 3-carbon compound. Here two molecules are made, 5-carbon plus 1 of carbon dioxide 6-carbon equate. PGA then converts into triosphosphate in a process called reduction. Here while reducing, ATP plus NADPH gets reduced to ADP plus inorganic phosphate plus NADP plus in the presence of enzymes called kinase plus dehydrogenase. Whenever ADP is forming ATP, the ATPase enzyme is used. 
while the reverse kinase enzyme is used. So we have finally come to triose phosphate pagal. Pagal bolte hai se ye form hua hai. Ye finally hume sucrose or starch provide karega. Iske baad regeneration process mein ek ek ATP lagta hai par triose phosphate molecule ko regeneration nikalne ke liye taki hum ATP se wapis kinase act kara ke ATP ADP banaye. तो ये कंटिन्यूटी स्टेप होता है तो टोटली ये छः कार्बन के लिए लगेगा तो हर जगह हम मल्टीप्लाई कर देंगे सिक्स से तो सिक्स आर यू वी बी प्लस सिक्स सी ओ टू गिवज अस ट्वेल्व पी जी ए विच टेक्स ट्वेल्व ए टी पी टू गेट कन्वर्टेड इन टू ट्वेल्व ए डी पी एंड ट्वेल्व एन ए डी पी एच टू गेट कन्वर्टेड इन टू ट्वेल्व एन ए डी पॉजिटिव एंड इन द लास्ट स्टेप वी हैव सिक्स ए टी पी यूज टू गेट कन्वर्टेड इन टू सिक्स ए डी पी I am heading on to the next para. Hence, for every CO two molecule entering the Kerwin cycle, three molecules of ATP and two of NADPH are used. It is probably to meet this difference in number of ATP and ADP NADPH used in the dark reaction that the cyclic phosphorylation takes place. To make one molecule of glucose, six turns of cycle are required. Work out how many. ATP and NADPH molecules will be required to make one molecule of glucose in a Kelvin pathway. We have six CO two, one glucose, eighteen ATP, eighteen ADP, twelve NADPH, twelve NADP. Okay, so now I'm heading on to the next topic, the C four pathway. C four pathway, dicots में दिखता है mostly. यूफोरबिया और एमरानथस में प्लांट्स दैट आर अडोप्टेड एक्चुअली ये मोनोकॉट्स में मोस्टली दिखता है और डायकॉट्स में ये दो प्लांट्स हैं जिनमें दिखता है तो प्लांट्स दैट आर अडोप्टेड टू ड्राई ट्रॉपिकल रीजन्स हैव द सी फोर पाथवे मैंशन डर्लियर दो दीज प्लांट्स हैव द सी फोर ऑक्जैलो एसिटिक एसिड एज द फर्स्ट सी ओ टू फिक्सेशन प्रोडक्ट दे यूज सी थ्री पाथवे और द कैनविन साइकिल एज द मेन बायोसिंथेटिक पाथवे then in what way are they different from c3 plants this is the question that you may reasonably ask c4 plants are special they have a special type of leaf anatomy they tolerate high temperatures they show a response to high light intensities they lack a process called photorespiration and have a greater productivity of biomass study vertical section of leaves one of a c3 and another of a c4 you must have noticed similar and dissimilar changes Do they have any similar cells around the vascular bundle sheath? The particularly large cells around the vascular bundles of the C four plants are called the bundle sheath. Okay, uh, and the leaves which have such anatomy are called the Kranz anatomy, which means wreath, and is a reflection of arrangement of cells. The bundle sheath cells may form several layers around the vascular bundle. They are characterized by having a large number of chloroplast, thick walls, impervious to gaseous exchange, and no intercellular spaces. You may like to cut a section of leaves of C four plants, maize, and sorghum. These are the monocots to observe the Kranz anatomy and distribution of mesophyll cells. It would be interesting for you to collect leaves of diverse species of plants around you and cut vertical sections of the leaves. Observe under the microscope. Look for the bundle sheath and the vascular bundles. Presence of bundle sheath would help you identify C four plants. Now study the pathway. 
this pathway that has named as hatch and slack pathway is a is again a cyclic process the primary co2 acceptor is a three carbon molecule phosphenol pyruvate pep and is the present in the mesophyll cells the enzyme responsible for the fixation of pep carboxylase or pep case it is important to register that the mesophyll cells lack rubisco enzyme the c4 acid oaa is formed in the mesophyll cells it then forms other four carbon compounds like malic acid or aspartic acid in the mesophyll cells itself which are transported into the bundle sheath cells in bundle sheath cells these c4 acids are broken down to release co2 and a three carbon molecule the three carbon molecule is transported back to the mesophyll where it is converted to pep again thus completed the cycle the co2 released in the bundle sheath cells enters the c3 or the kelvin pathway a pathway common to all plants and is universal the bundle sheath cells are rich in an enzyme called ribulose biphosphate carboxylase oxygenase or rubisco but lack pep case thus the basic pathway that results in the formation of sugars kelvin pathway is common to c3 and c4 both did you note that the kelvin pathway occur in all the mesophyll cells of the c3 plants in the c4 plants it does not take place in the mesophyll cells but does so only in the bundle sheath cells this is a very exceptional yet important point actually means a state now i am going to explain you guys the hatch and slack diagram which is the most important in this whole topic it's very confusing so we have on the upper hand which is a greenery part a mesophyll cell which is a smaller portion or small in size than bundle sheath cells which are present in the lower side and are less green so the mesophyll cells small have granal chloroplast what do you mean by granal chloroplast it means that they have the chloroplast contain grana while agranal chloroplast of bundle sheath cells do not have grana so now uh, firstly atmospheric co2 in the mesophyll cells get attached to uh, bicarbonate ion and pep and gets fixed into a c4 acid called oaa a c4 acid can also be converted into malic acid or aspartic acid in the mesophyll cells respectively they get transported to in the form of a c4 acid and get decarboxylized to get converted into c3 acid which is called pa or pga the evolved co2 is fixed by kelvin cycle which is universal to all plants and the three c3 acid gets transported through bundle sheath cells to mesophyll cells and get regenerated into pep which is also a three carbon compound hence regeneration is probably done for all the carbon atoms now we know that uh in mesophyll cells we only find pep case as the carbon fixing enzyme while in bundle sheath cells we have rubisco as the only carbon fixing enzyme we also know that in c4 plants we get a total of 12 atp and in c3 plants we get a total of 18 atp so therefore in c4 plants total we get a total of 30 atp because in c4 c3 is also added 
we head on to the next very important topic which is c2 cycle uh, or rather commonly known as photorespiration yeah so photorespiration ki do conditions hoti hain high light intensity and low carbon dioxide concentration let us try and understand one more process that creates an important difference between c3 and c4 plants photorespiration to understand photorespiration we have to know a little bit more about the first step of the kelvin pathway the first co2 fixation step this is the reaction where rubb combines uh, with co2 to form two molecules of 3 pga that is catalyzed by rubisco rubisco that is the most abundant enzyme in the world is characterized by the fact that its active site can bind to both co2 and o2 hence the name can you think how this could happen rubisco has much greater affinity for co2 when the co2 is to o2 is nearly equal imagine what would happen if they, this were not so this binding is competitive it is the relative concentration of o2 and co2 that determines which of the two will bind to the enzyme in c3 plants some o2 gets bind to the rubisco and hence co2 fixation is decreased here the rubp instead of being converted to two molecules of pga binds with o2 to form one molecule of phosphoglycerate or and phosphoglycolate टू कार्बन होते हैं ये इन अ पाथवे कॉल फोटो रेस्पिरेशन इन द फोटो रेस्पिरेटरी पाथवे देयर इज नीदर सिंथेसिस ऑफ शुगर्स नॉर ए टी पी रैदर इट रिजल्ट इन द रिलीज ऑफ सी ओ टू एंड यूटिलाइजेशन ऑफ ए टी पी इन द रेस्पिरेटरी पाथवे देयर इज नो सिंथेसिस ऑफ ए टी पी और एन ए डी पी एच द बायोलॉजिकल फंक्शन ऑफ फोटो रेस्पिरेशन इज नॉट नोन येट in c4 plants photorespiration does not occur this is because they have a mechanism that increases the concentration of co2 at the enzyme site this takes place when the c4 acid from the mesophyll is broken down into bundle sheet cells to release co2 this results in increasing down the intercellular concentration of co2 in turn this ensures that the rubisco functions as a carboxylase minimizing the oxygenase activity now that you know that the c4 plants lack photorespiration you probably can understand why productivity and yields are better in these plants in addition these plants show tolerance to high temperatures now i will explain you the whole photorespiratory pathway so we have three main organelles involved very important chloroplast after that it's a sequential step so firstly chloroplast secondly we have peroxisome and lastly we have mitochondria so in chloroplast the reactions happening are two molecules of rubp plus o2 gives two molecules of three carbon acid pga plus two molecules of two carbon acid phosphoglycolate here phosphate parts of phosphoglycolate gets decreased or it's minimized to form two glycolate two carbon also the two carbon glycolate gets converted that's transferred to peroxisome area and it gets oxidized to form two glyoxylate theek hai then two glyoxylate gets converted into two molecules of glycine it is also a two molecule two carbon atom compound then the two molecules of glycine transfers to the mitochondria which which ha which gets converted to a three carbon compound called serine which is very important one molecule of a three carbon compound serine forms uh by the process of 
डीकार्बोक्सीलेशन एंड डीएमिनेशन विच इज अमोनिया निकला और कार्बन डाइऑक्साइड निकला ये सब माइटोकॉन्ड्रिया में हो रहा है सरीन फिर ट्रांसफर कर जाता है घूम के ये साइक्लिक प्रोसेस है तो परोक्सीजोम में जाता है फिर वो हाइड्रोक्सी पायरुवेट में कन्वर्ट होता है फिर वो ग्लेसरेट में कन्वर्ट होता है ग्लेसरेट ट्रांसफर होता है क्लोरोप्लास्ट में ए लगती है और वो वापस फॉस्फो ग्लेसरिक एसिड थ्री पी कंपाउंड बना देता है दिस इज द होल सी टू साइकिल नाउ वी हैव अ टैबुलर डिस्कशन फॉर सी थ्री एंड सी फोर डिफरेंस इट इज़ वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट यू शुड नोट डाउन सम एक्स्ट्राज नंबर वन कंपनसेशन पॉइंट एट विच नो एक्सचेंज ऑफ गैसेज बिटवीन प्लांट एंड द इन्वायरमेंट so for compensation point in c3 plants we have 25 to 100 while in c4 plants we have 0 to 10 this is the values now i am going to compare c3 and c4 plants very quickly first cell type in which the kelvin cycle takes place in c3 it is mesophyll in c4 it is bundle sheath cell type in which the initial carboxylation reaction occurs in c3 mesophyll in c4 it is mesophyll secondly how many cells types does the leaf have that fix co2 first in c3 1 c4 2 which is the primary co2 acceptor rubp pep number of carbons in the primary co2 acceptor 5 3 which is the primary co2 fixation product 3 4 matlab pga oaa number of carbons wahi hai 3 or 4 does the plant have rubisco no yes does the plant have pep case no yes rubisco mein dono mein yes aayega i am sorry for the glitch which cells in the plant have rubisco in c3 we have rubisco in mesophyll in c4 we have rubisco in bundle sheath co2 fixation rate under high light conditions moderate and second me high whether photorespiration is present at low light intensities in both the answer is no whether photorespiration is present at high light intensities c3 mein yes c4 mein no whether photorespiration would be present at low co2 concentrations yes and no whether photorespiration would be present at high co2 concentrations no and no ऑप्टिमम टेम्परेचर फॉर फोटोसिंथेसिस टू अकर सी थ्री का बीस से पच्चीस डिग्री सेल्सियस सी फोर का चालीस से ऊपर पैंतीस और चालीस से ऊपर एग्जाम्पल क्या है टोमेटोज बेल पेपर सी थ्री में सी फोर में है मेज और सोरगम हमें पता है कि सी थ्री में तीन ए टी पी और दो एन ए डी पी एच बनता है और हमें पता है कि सी फोर में पाँच ए टी पी बनते हैं और दो एन ए डी पी एच टू बनते हैं एक साइकिल की बात हो रही है यहाँ पे पांच एटीपी क्यों क्योंकि उसमें तीन एटीपी सी थ्री की भी जुड़ेगी 
अब लास्ट हेडिंग है अपने पास फैक्टर्स अफेक्टिंग फोटोसिंथेसिस एंड अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ द फैक्टर्स दैट अफेक्ट फोटोसिंथेसिस इज नेसेसरी द रेट ऑफ फोटोसिंथेसिस इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट इन डिटरमाइनिंग द यील्ड ऑफ प्लांट इंक्लूडिंग क्रॉप प्रोडक्शन फोटोसिंथेसिस इज अंडर द इन्फ्लुएंस ऑफ सेवरल फैक्टर्स बोथ इंटरनल एंड एक्सटर्नल प्लांट फैक्टर्स इंक्लूड नंबर साइज एज ओरिएंटेशन ऑफ लीव्स मीजोफिल सेल्स क्लोरोप्लास्ट इंटरनल सी ओ टू कॉन्सेंट्रेशन एंड अमाउंट ऑफ क्लोरोफिल प्लांट और इंटरनल फैक्टर्स आर डिपेंडेंट ऑन द जेनेटिक प्री डिस्पोजिशन एंड द ग्रोथ ऑफ द प्लांट एक्सटर्नल फीचर्स वुड इंक्लूड द एवेलेबिलिटी ऑफ सनलाइट टेम्परेचर सी ओ टू कॉन्सेंट्रेशन एंड वाटर एज अ प्लांट फोटोसिंथिसाइजेज ऑल दीज फैक्टर्स विल साइमटेसली अफेक्ट इट्स रेट हेंस दो सेवरल फैक्टर्स इंटरेक्ट एंड साइमटेसली अफेक्ट फोटोसिंथिस और सी ओ टू फिक्सेशन यूजअली वन फैक्टर इज द मेजर कॉज और इज द वन दैट लिमिट्स द रेट हैंस एट एनी पॉइंट द रेट विल बी डिटर्माइन बाय द फैक्टर अवेलेबल एट सब ऑप्टिमल लेवल्स वैन सेवरल फैक्टर्स अफेक्ट एनी बायोकेमिकल प्रोसेस ब्लैकमेल्स नाइनटीन ओ फाइव लॉ ऑफ लिमिटिंग फैक्टर्स कम्स इन टू इफेक्ट दिस स्टेट्स दैट इफ अ केमिकल प्रोसेस इज अफेक्टेड बाय मोर देन वन फैक्टर देन इट्स रेट विल बी डिटर्माइन बाय द फैक्टर विच इज नियरेस्ट टू इट्स मिनिमम वैल्यू इट इज द फैक्टर विच डायरेक्टली अफेक्ट्स द प्रोसेस if its quantity is changed for example despite the presence of a green leaf and optimal light and co2 conditions the plant may not photosynthesize as the temperature is very low this leaf if given the optimal temperature will start photosynthesizing we have certain graphs made here light intensity or rate of photosynthesis directly proportionally until अ सर्टन मैक्सिमम अमाउंट उसके बाद वो कॉन्स्टेंट ही चलता है वाइल सी ओ टू कॉन्सेंट्रेशन के लिए जो रेट ऑफ फोटोसिंथिस है वो सी फोर के लिए थ्री फिफ्टी पर बंद हो जाती है वाइल सी थ्री के लिए वो फोर फिफ्टी तक चलती है क्योंकि वहाँ फोटो रेस्पिरेशन हो रहा है रेट जो है हमारे एक पैराबोल सीमेट्रिक फॉर्म आता है सीमेट्रिक पैराबोला मिनिमम ऑप्टिमम और मैगजिमम वैल्यूज पे होता है अब हम जाते हैं नेक्स्ट टॉपिक लाइट वी नीड टू डिस्टिंग्विश बिटवीन लाइट क्वालिटी एंड लाइट क्वांटिटी एंड ड्यूरेशन ऑफ एक्सपोजर ऑफ लाइट वाइल डिस्कसिंग लाइट इज अ फैक्टर दैट अफेक्ट्स फोटोसिंथेसिस देयर इज अ लीनियर रिलेशनशिप बिटवीन इंसिडेंट लाइट एंड सी ओ टू फिक्सेशन रेट्स देर इज अ लीनियर रिलेशनशिप बिटवीन इंसिडेंट लाइट एंड सी ओ टू फिक्सेशन रेट्स एट लो लाइट इंटेंसिटी एट हायर लाइट इंटेंसिटीज Gradually, the rate does not show further increase, or rather, factors become limiting. What is the interesting to note that light saturation occurs at ten percent of the full sunlight. Hence, except for plants in shade or in dense forests, forests light is rarely a limiting factor in nature. Increase in incident light beyond a point causes the breakdown of chlorophyll and a decrease in photosynthesis. Secondly, carbon dioxide concentration. पहली बात हमें ये जाननी है कि क्लाउडी डे पे लाइट लिमिटिंग फैक्टर हो जाता है लेकिन सनी डे पे कार्बन डाइऑक्साइड लिमिटिंग फैक्टर हो जाता है हेयर कार्बन डाइऑक्साइड इज द मेजर लिमिटिंग फैक्टर फॉर फोटोसिंथेसिस द कॉन्सेंट्रेशन ऑफ सी ओ टू इज वेरी लो इन द एटमोसफेयर बिटवीन पॉइंट जीरो थ्री टू पॉइंट जीरो फोर परसेंट इंक्रीज इन कॉन्सेंट्रेशन अप टू पॉइंट जीरो फाइव कैन कॉज एन इंक्रीज इन सी ओ टू फिक्सेशन रेट्स बियॉन्ड दिस लेवल कैन बी डैमेजिंग The C3 and C4 plants respond differently to CO2 concentrations. At low conditions, neither group responds to high CO2 conditions. 
at high light intensities both co2 and uh, sorry c3 and c4 plants show increase in the rates of photosynthesis what is important to note that c4 plants show saturation at about 360 mu l per liter while c3 responds to increase co2 concentration and saturation is seen only beyond 450 mu l per liter thus current availability of co2 levels is limiting for c3 plants the fact that c3 plants respond to higher concentration of co2 showing increased rates of photosynthesis leading to higher productivity has been used for some greenhouse crops such as bell peppers and tomatoes they are allowed to grow in carbon dioxide enriched atmosphere that leads to higher yields now we have temperature we have dark reactions being enzymatic or temperature controlled though the reactions are also temperature sensitive they are affected to much lesser extent the c4 plants respond to higher temperatures and show higher rate of photosynthesis while c3 plants have a much lower temperature optimum um yeah we have ppdks sensitive to low temperature in c4 plants uh, and we have rubisco is a high temperature sensitive in c3 plants ppdks ka full form hai phospho फॉस्फो या पी पी डी केस इज फॉस्फो पायरोवेट डाइकाइनेस सेंसिटिव टू लो टेम्परेचर टेम्परेचर ऑप्टिमम फॉर फोटोसिंथिस ऑफ डिफरेंट प्लांट्स ऑल्सो डिपेंड्स ऑन द हैबिटेट दैट दे आर अडेप्टेड टू ट्रॉपिकल प्लांट्स हैव अ हायर टेम्परेचर ऑप्टिमम दैन द प्लांट्स अडेप्टेड टू टेम्परेट क्लाइमेट्स we have water इवन द वॉटर इज वन ऑफ द रिएक्टेंट्स इन द लाइट रिएक्शन इफेक्ट ऑफ वॉटर इज अ फैक्टर इज मोर through its effect on the plant rather than directly on photosynthesis water stress causes the stomata to close hence reducing co2 availability besides water stress also makes leaves wilt thus reducing the surface area of the leaves and their metabolic activity as well we have some extras important ones at that firstly red drop experiment red drop experiment kehta hai ki agar hum 680 नैनोमीटर से ज़्यादा लाइट इंटेंसिटी की लाइट पास करेंगे तो वहाँ पे सैचुरेशन पॉइंट आ जाएगा नॉन साइक्लिक प्रोसेस का तो वहाँ पे सिर्फ साइक्लिक फोटोफॉस्फराइलेशन अकर करेगा सेकेंडली हमारे पास है इमर्सन इफेक्ट इमर्सन इन्हांसमेंट इफेक्ट इमर्सन इन्हांसमेंट इफेक्ट हमें कहता है कि अगर ए पॉइंट है सात नैनोमीटर बी पॉइंट है छः नैनोमीटर तो बोथ जो थर्ड सी पॉइंट होगा वो बड़ा होगा ए प्लस बी के कॉमन पॉइंट से नेक्स्ट वी हैव क्वेश्चन यील्ड क्वांटम यील्ड आई एम सॉरी नॉट क्वेश्चन यील्ड तो हमारे पास एक फोटोन का जो क्वांटम यील्ड होता है वो वन बाय एट ऑफ ओ टू होता है विच इज ट्वेल्व पॉइंट फाइव परसेंट हम यहाँ पे ये भी देख सकते हैं कि क्वांटम रिक्वायरमेंट एक ओ के लिए आठ फोटोन की रिक्वायरमेंट होती है याद रखिएगा हम एटीन ए और ट्वेल्व एन ए डी पी एच टू टूगेदर मेकअप एसिमिलेटरी पावर या सो दैट्स इट फॉर दिस चैप्टर आई एम गोन सम इट अप थैंक यू कीप सब्सक्राइबिंग कीप लाइकिंग एंड कीप शेयरिंग